Welcome to Embody You Podcast, and this is your host, Artemis Rose. Here on Embody You Podcast, you will find conversations around all things embodiment, connection, joy, authenticity, creativity, and soul-centered living. Pretty much anything that supports you living as your highest, honest, and fullest expression of you as your authentic self. It is my intention that these conversations will spark a little flame in you to help you feel a bit more connected, a bit more understood, a bit more empowered, and a bit more you. After each podcast, you can feel free to send me questions or comments at embodyyouhome at gmail.com and please like, subscribe, and share the podcast. Reviews are welcomed. Hi, everybody. This is Artemis, and I have Amy Bernier on here. Hi, Amy. Hi, how are you? Thank I you for having am me. Ex- <laughs> yes, thank you for coming on. I'm super ecstatic. I'm 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 ready to say yes more, even through this conversation. So I'm so grateful that that you are joining on Embody You podcast. And I want to just go ahead and briefly introduce yourself before we jump in about today's topic. So for listeners, I met Amy in this industry breakers group with other, just other business owners and coaches and healers. And I definitely gravitated towards her. And I'm, I'm really excited to uh, be connecting with her on this topic um, because I think it's the more that we become embodied in who we are, we have a way of showing up for life that automatically oozes from ourselves and it's in our spirit. And, and so I'm really excited for Amy to speak about this saying yes, driven life, like what this is all about. But Amy, Amy is a recovering people pleaser and overachiever who learned the hard way that saying yes to others without considering yourself first is a recipe for disaster. With this philosophy in place, she taught public school for 10 years until physical and emotional pain in the form of chronic back pain, anxiety, depression, drove her to stop teaching, reevaluate her life, and redesign her priorities. This new lifestyle was one filled with learning how to say yes to herself in little and big ways and ultimately from the inside out. Throughout this year, these years of saying yes, Amy has explored multiple new avenues of sharing her gift of teaching and speaking through one-on-one coaching, group coaching, and courses. She infuses all her work with a foundation of meditation, EFT, tapping, and mindfulness practices. And now she combines all of these experiences and pulls from a well of wisdom and intuition as she guides healers and coaches to say yes to expressing their soul purpose to attract their aligned soul family. So that is a little bit about Amy. Was there anything you wanted to add on to that? You know, it's been probably a 10 year journey and it feels like it's been a lifetime for so for anybody that 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 knows me, I've lived a lot of places, I've done a lot of different things and have just learned how to say yes and know what my yes really is in so many different environments, whether it's, you know, online business, whether it's teaching online business, or it's live in person with friendships. I find that when you're really busy saying yes to everyone else, there's this moment where you're like, well, I know I'm supposed to say yes to myself, but I have no idea how to do that. And it's really recreating a foundation 
of you actually being the most important person in your life. And then everything else ripples out from there. Yes, beautiful. I really love how you mention it's it's creating that solid foundation in yourself. And I think really knowing, connecting so deeply with yourself that you just, you become your own yes. <laughs> and, and then you're able to like, when you embody that on a doing that. <laughs> become the yes. Yes, absolutely. I've never said it that way or heard it put quite that way. But when you live from your yes, so many things change. And there's so many bumps along the way. There's old belief systems that tell you, you know, it you're gonna die, like you can't live like this. You know, this is just so far from from what I've learned over and over and over in my life that, you know, it's it's not an easy process. It, in theory, like the concept, our brains can be like, okay, so yeah, I'll start saying yes to myself. But in actuality, over the years, what I thought saying yes to myself was when I quit teaching and started my coaching business, it actually is something so much deeper than it that it started as. So it's been such a journey. Um, and, and it's been a struggle. It's been learning new ways of being over and over and over again. Um, but it's worth it <laughs> when you just feel like you know who you are and what you want. And, you know, you're not dictating the things that you do or believe and know in your life by outside sources. You check in with yourself before you check in with others. And that was something that I never learned to do. <laughs> like, I had no idea. I was like, what do you think? What do you think? You know, gave my power to my intellect, you know, knowledge to experts, to mentors, to authority figures all throughout my life. So it was quite a, a rocky journey at first. And it's just become my entire life at this point. So it's, you know, you think something is one thing and you're like, okay, I got it. I get where I got it wrong. And then you start the process of shifting and you just have no idea what you're getting yourself into. At least that's what I found. So, you know, I love being there for people, especially healers and coaches who have, you know, been giving their power away, you know, like not having good boundaries or, you know, just really not seeing and feeling and knowing how powerful they are. And when people, especially healers and coaches, because they're so needed in the world, you know, um, start stepping into that, like, say yes power, the impact that they can have on their own life, their community in the world is just astounding. It's so amazing to watch. And I love, you know, really being along that journey with, with them. Yeah, I really love how you mentioned how healers and coaches, I mean, there's it's so much of the helpers of needing to really um, check in with oneself and really um, begin to own one's power because it's so easy when you're you're wanting to help to just kind of give yourself away. So I'm wondering what then, you know, for listeners, like what would then be the starting points of 
of beginning to discern like what's a yes or no what's a yes or a no well you know at the beginning of my journey i certainly didn't know like it wasn't a practice i was not in a practice of oh i think somebody's gonna ring the doorbell so there's gonna be a little bit of sound um you know I really didn't know what saying yes to me was. For me, it really started saying saying no, saying yes. no to other people. And it didn't feel like a choice at that time. It felt like something I had to do. And the reason I felt that I had to do it was because I was giving my power away and giving my power away and giving my power away all the time. It was like my job like help others, do for others, 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 others. It was who, it was how I saw myself until I started feeling pain in my leg and then it went up my leg and then it went into my back and it got worse and it got worse and it got worse and it got worse. And that pushing through, you're a badass. You can just, you know, suck it up and move through it. Uh, I got to the point where that strategy, which had gotten me through, you know, basically 35 years of my life, um, broke me. So it took not being able to walk. It took, you know, not knowing how I was going to get better. It took basically the crumbling of my physical and mental and emotional, uh, you know, being identity for me to go, how did this happen? And the pain is what drove my yes and my no, which was primarily no. No, I won't pick you up. No, I won't go there with you. No, because I couldn't. So yes. like there was that, there was that physical pain, emotional pain that became so great that I couldn't like, I couldn't push through it in the ways that I had in a way mastered throughout my whole life. Um, I had to find a new way. Yeah, you know, I really want to highlight something you said here that I think is like really powerful that you said. In order to actually get to know your yes, you got to first know your no, like own your no's. Because when we're not, a big part of beginning to embody our yes, right, is we're lit up, we're fully being ourselves. So the things that we're drawn to is like a full turn on, a full complete just more of our joy, our connection, our aliveness. But a lot of the times um, when we're saying yes to everybody else, there is pain that we're not sitting with, that we're not being with, that's kind of driving us to source our power and our joy and all these things outside of ourselves. But as you said, it's kind of you get to the point where um, – you know, the more that you kind of create safety in your body, you get to become more real. You can't, you can't operate from overgiving anymore, overworking. It's not sustainable, like over time for the body, the body begins to break down, the body begins to experience more disease and imbalance. And so I think that's really powerful what you said, because I think in order to get to that whole, the whole body, hell yeah, and like being alive, it's like there's so much exhaustion, so much pain we need to sit with. And that can be kind of scary to like own in the beginning when we're saying no to other people um, because we're not fully in that full body, hell yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it's, it's oh, a yeah. pain, 
transition, right? Yeah, everything that I thought I was, was based on what, you know, parents had said, what teachers had said, what, you know, mentors and coaches had said. I was, what books had said, what information had said, what smart people had said. And I literally, you know, getting to the point of feeling my feelings, which is such a big part of like, even being in your body, I basically didn't have a body until I had chronic pain. Like I was a walking head. Like I was always in my mind, my mind, my mind, my mind, and my forcing, pushing, efforting was the place from which I approached everything. I knew that I needed to be in shape and I needed to do all of this. And I was yo-yoing from being like fantastically fit to heavy and heavy for me. And there were just all of these signs, right? Like they say that like the symptoms start small and if you can see them and notice them then when they're small, then you can address them and you can have compassion for yourself and all that. But nobody had ever taught me that. Like I was taught to really have be very much in my masculine, you know, suppress the feelings, suck it up, work hard, you know, if you don't have what you want, AKA the degree or the amount of money that you desire or the status or the leadership, you just worked harder. I didn't have another approach. And really over the past, you know, 10 years, it has been an unlearning or an unwinding of, of how I got to that space because it was 35 years of beliefs and habits that got me to the place where it was like my body and my mind can't continue this way. But it, it, at first I thought it was, oh, like I, you know, you say no to other people and all of a sudden, like you're going through this fear. You're noticing, oh my God, I'm nervous when I say no to others. I'm nervous when I have these things and I put myself as a priority. My, all of my relationships in all parts of my life, ha I had set up the dynamic of I was the giver and other people were takers. And in very, in, in very many, in, in so many ways, the identity of helper was who I was. And it was years after I had back surgery and I started doing CrossFit and kickboxing and yoga and doing all of these things where I started to realize that this out, this outer part of me that I was like, oh, right. So I, I fucked up and I didn't stay in shape. I fucked up and I wasn't eating the right things. I fucked up and I was, you know, overworking myself. I, I never really considered the environments that I was placing myself in and the people and the dynamics by which I was operating primarily. I took it all on as like me. But what I wasn't considering was the dynamics that I set up were based on, well, I'm a helper, so I need to help people. So a couple years after I kind of like thought I got my shit together, my back started hurting after I went back into teaching and I resigned. I was like, I cannot go through that again. I'm out. <laughs> I didn't know what I was going to do. I was like, oh, I've always wanted to coach, but that's when I realized my body was having some kind of conversation with me. And that in that moment, in those moments, it was the pain that was getting my attention. You know, it was like the warning, like the, hey, Amy, you're doing it again. 
And so there's just been these chapters and layers of understanding of how deep my attachment was to helping, that my value was attached to that. I thought if I didn't work hard, you know, somebody's not going to pay me. Like I had to prove that I was worthy, that I was good enough to be a great coach. You know, all of these things as I started my business, which I didn't know I was going to be going on a spiritual journey <laughs> when all of this happened. And all of a sudden I'm like, this is so weird. <laughs> like, It feels like things are kind of connected. <laughs> so I, I fell into that as well as I increased my awareness. What's my mind doing? What's my emotions doing? What's my body doing? My process for starting to say yes to yourself is setting an alarm on your phone three times a day. And when that alarm goes off or that reminder pops up, you check in with your body, your whole body, just a quick body scan. You ask yourself, how am I feeling right now? And what am I thinking? Just that's it. And the the noticings that arise when you start checking in with these beautiful resources that are always talking to us, things start to change. Because that's the moment when you start to realize that there's this um, information highway kind of being I'm being resourced with, and it's telling me, you know, what is good for me, what isn't so good for me. And it's important that I listen. If I don't listen, I'm going to be on the floor in pain again. So I was so highly motivated because the level of pain I had been in for about, about a year was the kind of pain that like, you can't hold a thought in your head. Like you can't do regular people things. Like my mom would take me to the grocery store and I would be proud of myself if I could even hold a basket, you know? And like I was in this place of not being able to do for myself and having to receive help from others. And all of these new experiences that I'm having as I'm experiencing pain is bringing up all of these fears, is bringing up all of these beliefs that I didn't even realize that was happening at the time. You know, I wanted to get back to the hustle and grind. I just need to fix my body. I just need to know what's happening. But as you continue this process of just making how you feel really important, yeah, then things start yeah. to shift. No, and I love how you're being so honest about your own journey because... <laughs> sure. It's, it's real. It's, it's tough to really, it's not easy. Like it's messy. It's painful. You know, there's a lots of breaking down moments because it's lots. to really learn how to choose yourself. There's so much pain that needs to be sat with trauma that needs to be processed. And in that, then your core beliefs, it's like things begin to shift, but you know, it's not it's a total rewiring and shifting and operating that contrary to how we're so conditioned to, to growing up. And I really love how, you know, you keep mentioning the, the bringing it back to basics of like our connection to ourselves throughout the day. How am I feeling? What am I thinking? And one of the things I always tell clients, what am I needing? Right. And I think 
every time we choose to bring that awareness back to ourselves, we're saying yes to ourselves. We're saying yes to life. And the more that we begin to choose ourselves in these moments and we begin to grow more into embody who we are, right? And, and, and be in these bodies and these vessels where we then really begin to magnetize and actually create a life that really does light us up. Because if we've had a lot of trauma and a lot, just so much of our nervous system being dysregulated and growing up under so much stress and chaos and all that. And then we kind of re, we, we kind of um, experience situations that kind of trigger, re-trigger our trauma, re-trigger our stress. We get into these really <laughs> dysregulated states more frequently. It's really hard to know in the body what joy is, what being lit up is, what finding moments of um, stillness and relaxation is. And it's in these, these moments that we really are filled up with life and our life force energy and spirit, the truth of who we are, that we actually show up to life more of like, hell yeah, like, yes, like I know who I am, I'm connected to myself and therefore I choose to fully show up as myself and I get to fully choose relationships, opportunities that are also a hell yeah to me, right? Because when you're giving yourself away to other people, saying yes to other people before yourself, you're giving parts of yourself away. And then you wonder why it's you're in these dynamics or situations, right? Where it's like, it's um, there's a lot more <laughs> like issues that can stem or whatever, because it's like you're not showing up as, as your whole self, like as your full embodied self and therefore it's hard to experience from life more like um experiences of being lit up or alive because it's like we're not fully sustaining from the core of of who we are so um yeah i really i really appreciate you sharing your story because i think um I'm sure for a lot of listeners, it's like very relatable in terms of like the helping profession of how we're so socially conditioned to base our identity off of totally. how good of a person we are, right? Like how kind and lovey can I be at the expense of myself, right? Totally. There's a, a sacrifice. There's like a silent agreement that the more I sacrifice myself, the better of a person I am. And I want to and I want to really, I want to talk about that because it's really easy to be like, oh, just start saying yes to yourself. Duh. There is an epidemic <laughs> in this country and it's called trauma. And I can tell you that I didn't even realize that I was basing all of my decisions, all of my actions and my beliefs from a nervous system that was in survival mode for my entire life until a couple of years ago. I didn't have the language to say, this is what's going on in my body. Um, I didn't have the, the, the words or the understanding to say, you know, like slowing down is what you need. And I had to learn that like, it wasn't what I, slowing down was what was being demanded of me, you know, from my body demanded of me. And I really learned by, you know, I worked with, uh, I've had a lot of different jobs after I left teaching because 
there's such a that helper profession. I can speak to teaching. I believe that nursing is similar. You could speak to like the therapist and to it, but the the systems in which we work are not for our wellness. They're not yeah. for our 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 shining our best most well self as the foundation for teaching children that they're in charge in their own life. Like there's so much, so much of teaching is based on be quiet, sit still, um, pass this test, memorize this shit. And the reason that I got into teaching was because I love being creative. I love empowering others to see how powerful and creative and you know, that they're a genius, you know, in my mind, every person I meet has a gift that I just, I get to witness, I get to be a part of, I get to learn from, and that's from like babies all the way up to senior citizens. Like I've worked with them all and it's the same, you know, and we're all, I did a video on this yesterday and what has really come through for me is that you know, we're seeking for safety when we're proving. We're seeking safety when we're trying to earn respect. We're seeking safety when we're saying yes, when we want to say no to a friend group because our, that, that, you know, reptilian part of us is like, no, we can't be thrown out of the tribe. Like, we'll die. Like, no, we can't, like, we have to show that we're valuable. So we're, you know, so we're not kicked out. And so there's this primal part of us that's like driving that and it increases our adrenaline and it makes us stressed all the time. People call it hustling, grinding. And in some parts of our culture, if not all that is revered is like, you are better if you are, uh, you know, at work all the time. Well, what about your family? What about your hobbies? What about your passion, your passion? When I was like 21 years old and I had the, you know, ability to drink, I would go to bars and ask people, my friends thought I was nuts. They're like, what are you doing? Like, let's just like get it on, you know? And I'm like, I'd ask people like, what are you passionate about? Like, I didn't have any agenda and I would meet and make the most amazing connections. People aren't used to being asked that question. They're being used to ask, what do you do? Do, 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 do. What do you love? What if we change the conversation and people aren't, you know, it's cheesy and cliche. We're not human do doings, we're human beings, but our culture doesn't teach us that anywhere and so many of us are are learning that we need to rest and slow down when we're hurt on the ground sick and don't have an answer like had our heart broken and destroyed wondering why our relationships aren't working wondering why like this thing that i love to do is killing me like and it's all tied to money too which makes it's so much, such a much more strain on our concerns if we're also worried about literal survival. And I've been through yeah. that too. Like it's a, an experience. I, I feel that like I've had so many different life experiences, jobs, poverty, non-poverty, like all of these different things where I worked with my hands, where I worked with my mind, where 
I've met so many different people. And at times I'm like, what the fuck? Like, why am I having all of these experiences? But the one thing I can tell you is that everybody I meet is passionate about something and they want to tell you about it. No one's asking them about it. And when you do this beautiful, shining, glinting eyed energy just comes out of them. And it's the most magical and beautiful thing I've ever seen. And it doesn't matter if I met you, you know, on the street and you're homeless or you're a senior citizen who has a few more years to live, that childlike joy is present in everyone. And it's like, we're not focusing on it. We're saying no, but you have to have your nine to five. We're all the same I, I, in that way. We, we want I, to be loved, you know? We want to express, we want to be appreciated, seen, heard, and understood, but that's all being tamped down in like all parts of our lives. I love what you just shared about everybody having that passion in them. And that's truth, right? It doesn't matter from what walk of life you have. And there's that joy that is the truth that's able to be accessed. And I mean, there's just so much that you said. And, and I so resonate with you sharing about the systems. Like the systems that we live in are not supportive towards us really being able to care for ourselves. We're a world of survivalism. And it's, it's we're all seeking safety. And we're, that's why we we get caught up in overgiving and um and it, there's just so many ways that we're conditioned and so it it is a challenge to be able to really choose ourselves and that's why support is so necessary as we as we're on this journey of really being able to like come back home to ourselves and really reclaim ourselves and I think it's powerful though going back to the passion and the the joy is like that right there is saying is the yes life force energy that exists within us right and and i and it's true what you said we 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 ask each other what do you do for a living it's not who are you like tell me what lights i don't you care like, what you what? do for a living <laughs> are you happy yeah, like, do you love yourself what are you passionate about and i i just want to say this too is that if you find yourself in that that hamster wheel if you will of you know overworking overthinking and people pleasing i just want people to know that you are not wrong you are not bad you are not stupid you are you haven't fucked it up you were just following what helped you get to where you are today and i'm just here to represent and talk about that there is another way and then we get in these habits where these information superhighways are in our brain where we just eh, eh, default, 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 default. And it's usually coming from a fear of how others might perceive us or whether we're going to be able to support ourselves or will I be able to go to the doctor if I need to. Like there are very real, real things that are happening in the world that helped you get to this place. So I really had a lot of shame and guilt and, you know, and I've continued to have shame and guilt and overwhelm, even as I've owned my own business, as I've peeled back these layers where I'm like, wow, like this is so deep that like, I didn't even realize I was still doing this. So this is 
a journey of a lifetime. This isn't something where you see it and you're like, bam, my whole life has changed. But a lot can change when you realize that pattern of saying yes to others first and not saying yeah. yes to yourself. When you center yourself in your life, everything fucking changes. And you might be like, oh my God, everything is falling apart. Like those people, I lost all my friends because the dynamic I had set up you know, was that I'm going to give to you constantly. So when you stop playing your role that you've established so well, people say things like you've changed, you're different. And I remember just being like, I, I don't understand what's happening. I don't understand what's happening. It's like mass exodus from my life. And a friend of mine pulled me aside. She's a bartender. I was sitting at the bar and living in Newport, Rhode Island at the time. And I was sitting there and I'm like, I don't know what the fuck is happening. And she's like, they think you're different, but you're just finally using your voice. You're finally not being that pushover. You're finally not being the go along to get along girl. You're, you're finally saying like, this is who I am and I have a voice. And I want to say for people that are just starting their journey, who feel like, things falling apart points to you're doing it wrong or feeling bad or feeling afraid points to you're doing it wrong. And I'm saying this because this is how I felt. But it did, again, like my body, my mind, I didn't have a choice. I was in so much pain. Like I couldn't be in agreement with these relationships anymore, you know, because it, it took, it took my life force away, you know? Yeah. And I was so grateful for that friend. Her name is Lisa Vergadamo. And um, she just, she said, you're not different. You are just using your voice. And, and being, I needed that. <laughs> yeah. And being you, right? I it's like, too, like, you, you uh, shed the layers. It's not that you ever changed. You became anyone. You just, you're you now. And now that the people who fall away, they're gonna fall away what for being you. They're they're not meant to be in your life, right? And that's where you really get to like claim a life, creating a life of yes, right? Of of saying yes and like and who you allow into your life and the people that come into your life, once again, the opportunities, the support that that you receive. But I think um there's just so much that you just share that I so resonate with. I mean, like I don't <laughs> know, like I I just, yeah, I'm just like, yes, I totally resonate with everything you're sharing. And I think that's why so much of what we're talking about is an embodied experience, you know, because it's like, it's getting out of your head and learning to be in your body and learning to feel into your body. And the more that you're in your body, it's a felt sense of how you move through life that you're not really overthinking as much. You know, if you do get caught, and you're able to switch practice. out of it, but... It's a, yeah, practice, it's a practice and I still have to practice every day, Artemis. It's not, it's so much more automatic than it was. And of course, when we're in a process, it's so easy to see like the negative before the positive. Um, so really little things like, and I, I did this when I was teaching school too, because as I was learning, you know, that like the chaos around me can be influenced by me. 
you know, is directly connected to me that I just started taking, you know, when I started to feel, I was talking to a teacher the other day on Instagram. She's like the chaos that can happen in the classroom is really throws me. It really like what's happening is all of our experiences are a, are a gift. Okay. I'm going to be that person that says all the fucking shit that fucking shit that happens in your life. Is it okay that I cuss? Yeah, of course. Okay, cool. <laughs> like, all the bullshit that happens in your life and you're like, this sucks so fucking bad. I'm ashamed of this. I feel powerless. Like, I don't know why this is happening. This hurts so much. I mean, I have this experience still. Like, it's, it doesn't stop happening. What I realized is that all the places that I had placated other people all the places that i had subtly given my power away i'm given these beautiful opportunities that also look like frustrations and conflict and uncertainties yeah. that are giving me this opportunity to remember to feel my feet to remember that i can say i get to set up how my business goes like i'm not at the mercy of the people that i work with i love that i work with them but one of the first things i did when i was in business was i took that working 24 7 in teaching well and college and school and job like i took that, that like mindset and i thought i'm free like i'm not teaching anymore Fuck you like i can say the education system sucks without worrying about my principal or the superintendent like seeing me on, in public and without being like reprimanded in some effed up way and there's just so many layers to using your voice it's saying i'm available you know between these hours for a conversation it's saying i you know what i really like to go to get tight for dinner tonight it's all of these i guess you would call micro decisions in every moment in your life that reflect that am i choosing to say yes to myself or am i avoiding feeling or am i avoiding conflict like it's a constant process of checking in and it can be so overwhelming but as you change your reality that's why having a coach or having a, a a support and resources to just remind you you're doing a good job keep going one foot in front of the yes. other what would feel great right now like i found that like having people that are doing the kind of work that I'm doing on myself, whether they're a coach or not, is just such a beautiful, um, such a beautiful way of living because we're like practicing boundaries and like openly practicing these communication skills and all of these things that you you read about and it's a concept and then embodying it and stepping into that in your life, you can understand something in your brain. It's a totally different experience when you apply it. It's totally different places within you that are adjusting, that are, you know, expanding, that are shifting to be who you really are. And even simple decisions 
with friends or clients and just realizing you have a desire and saying, yeah, that's for me. Just even as a concept, when you're used to just getting it all away, can make your nervous system be like, we have got to, like, this is too much. So a lot of what I do is listen to my nervous system and do baby steps, baby steps to what would a foundation in my business, in my life look like if I was always saying yes to myself and then implement that in a way over time that I do with gentleness to myself and kindness to myself and compassion, it's the total opposite of everything I ever thought. Right? Is the it's slow. Like a whole reversal. I was wrong. Okay. It's a whole. It's a, it's a, it's a, the, the process is like it's a unbecoming. Right? There's no because on the journey, it's like you think you need to improve yourself. You think there's something wrong with you. You have shame and guilt. Yeah. You think that there's stuff, totally. but it's all about 100%. peeling the layers back to actually realize there was nothing ever to become and then realizing, oh my gosh, I have so much power inside of me to actually create a life that works in rhythm with my body. Like I get to choose yeah. myself. What? Like I, I yes. get to, I get to choose myself. Um, yes. and so there's, there's so much that you shared. It's like, I was like, taking note throughout the, throughout the podcast. I was like, okay, I want to jump in here and ask her about this, but then you make another good point. <laughs> bam, bam, I'm like, bam, like oh my through. God, so many good points. Um, yeah. But okay. yeah, no, I really love how you just, how once again, you spoke to just how, I like how you also normalized about um, our patterns, our survival patterns. There's no shame in our survival <laughs> patterns. Because sometimes when we realize, oh man, you know, being a helper or a healer or whatever, right? It's like the shame and guilt. Oh man, I need to work on this. I need to heal this, man. And then there's like guilt and shame around whatever patterns we have, right? And it's like the patterns aren't a sign that there's something wrong with us. It's just, oh, we get to actually realize that we need a little more love and support in our lives. Because that's really what about to increase our safety so we can be more of ourselves. And another thing that you share too is it's so important to have people in our corner as we're expanding more into who we are, because when we step into a whole new way of being in order, it it takes a while to like in the body to like accept that safety, you know, to own that safety. But when you have people around you who are rooting for you, who are like supporting you, especially when you're trying to find your voice, it's so huge because it's like, we're also relational beings. Like we help, Yes, on our journey, we learning to love ourselves is our responsibility, but a huge part of learning to love ourselves is learning to actually receive the love and like, and also um, receive the support that we need, you know? So much. I could say that, you know, a lot of the ways that I used to measure myself as whether I was successful or not was the amount of money that I had in my bank account, um, the number of clients I had, the, uh, you know, all of these, like uh, the number of pounds I weighed. Um, Let me just tell you, like my journey with like body image and moving through trauma and stuff like that, like even just like loving yourself when you feel like your body isn't in the spot where you would really feel like best like this 
is a practice that at times, like, I feel that it can be brutal because you're really being asked to look at all of the places that you either never learn to love yourself or even just accept yourself. Like I couldn't go, I couldn't jump into I love myself right away. Like I had to say, I, I'm willing and open to learning how to accept myself as I am right now. You know, like, and my abundance, my absolute fucking most magical thing that I love about my life is that I know the most amazing humans. When you approach a person as, you know, I think it said an elf and I'm like, oh my God, that's totally me. Like a stranger is a friend you haven't met yet. <laughs> that's it. I have the ability and I, I believe, you know, people think it's magical and you know how we make the mistake or I make the mistake that like everybody approaches life like I do. And just with working with so many people of so many different types in my lifetime, in my short 43 year lifetime, what I found is that like eye contact, a smile, a good morning, like for you. I think we may have lost some contact here. We'll wait for Amy to see if she comes on. There she is. Amy, are you still there? Are you still there, Amy? Can you hear me? There you are. I can see you and hear you. So as I wait for Amy to come back on, I apologize about the technical, the technical, here she is. Let's invite her back on. There you are, yay. Someone named Scam Likely just called on my phone and interrupted our amazing <laughs> it's okay. We flow, we flow with all the, everything that comes our way. But, um, okay. so we only, so I wanted to kind of, cause we've had an amazing discussion and I can't believe it's already close to 40, 45 after. So, um, let's, uh, I want to, before we end, um, I want to ask you, what are maybe any last things that you just want to share to wrap up for listeners in around say yes, just overall, any sure. like, tips or tools, and then maybe um, leaving our listeners with where they can find you. I mean, I'll leave your information obviously in the, in the bio, but if there's something you want to share, maybe packages or programs that you're offering of how they can work with you, that'd be great. Sure. Absolutely. So I have, if you're somebody that is noticing that you are overgiving, that you are overthinking, that you are, you know, people pleasing over, you know, overdoing all of those, those over the too much things. 
and you know and you have an awareness that like you're doing this and it's not best for you but you don't have another way like you don't know what to do instead I have, especially if you're a healer or coach in business, like I love working with healers and coaches because they're just so open to learning and taking action and, you know, all of those things as, as well as being willing to slow down. So for those of you that are healers and coaches in business, or if you're just a regular person and you want to know, like, how do I get out of this? How do I start doing something new? I created this like uh, this quiz and it's called what's the secret message hidden in your burnout archetype. So of all of the things that we do too much of to stay safe, be super smart and overthink, you know, be super giving and and helping, 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 being super doing and like working really hard all the time. We usually have one that like is like our go to. It's like our default mechanism. I have this quiz that helps you see like which burnout archetype you are primarily and what that burnout style is asking for. Like we do this thing and we don't know what to replace it with, but in this quiz and the video and worksheet that I give you once you take this quiz, it's, it, it'll give you first steps. It'll give you like, well, what do I do now? Based on, are you an overthinker, an overgiver, or are you an overdoer? Or are you like a magical balanced queen and you are just on your way? I feel like I could give you a lot of information and you may feel like this is overwhelming. Like I just feel wrong and bad and I don't know what to do. I know how to share information in a way that your nervous system, that your body, that the part of you that is struggling right now can receive. It doesn't need to be hard. It doesn't need to be more. Like more, more, more isn't, isn't the answer. So if you're interested, um, the link will be in the podcast bio. Um, and it's called, what's the secret message hidden in your burnout archetype? It, it's a place to start. Um, I also work with healers and coaches in my membership community called the Healers Collective. And in that we address, you have access to three of my courses. One is called Say No to the Hustle right now. <laughs> and I really take you through the Say Yes process and provide you with meditations and yoga and things like that to allow you to keep it simple. When things aren't simple, we get overwhelmed and we stop and we quit. So the combination of how I present information and having the community support and coaching support through me, creating that foundation, learning how to step into your power. I have a course called Being Brave, Finding Your Voice as a Leader. It's all about like, well, what is my yes as me as a healer and coach leader? Like a lot of people are ashamed about their story, their life experiences of abuse, of addiction, of quote unquote bad choices that were the catalyst for the becoming healers and coaches in the first place. There's this fear around sharing from that place because, oh, people will judge me. 
No, <laughs> like the people that judge you aren't your people. You are one big walking permission slip for all the people that are meant to work for you, to work with you. And standing in your power and being vulnerable and speaking from that place of truth is a practice skill. If you're not used to doing it and you're afraid of owning your voice, that course is for you. And then the last one is um, rock your offer, um, get more clients. A lot of what we do as you know, expert dealers, coaches, et cetera, is that we speak in expert language. We so desperately want to help the former version of ourselves. And we're like, no, I remember what it feels like. I remember what I experienced. And so often we're just missing the mark. What the clients are experiencing right now and where you are right now, you're speaking in expert transformation language and they can't hear you yet. They don't know like what you do is for them. So I also take people through a simple process that allows them to listen to what their people are saying and speak in their client's language. So people like hear you talk about what you do and you're like, they're like, oh my God, where have you been? Like, this is totally for me. So I give all my courses away in this membership because I really feel like you can't have one without the other. They all kind of fit together beautifully they were not created that way, but it just so happened that they all fit together beautifully. So if you're a healer or coach and you're ready to say yes to you as a human being, as well as a business owner, coach, healer, empathic business owner, then I can guide you through my courses and my coaching that I offer in the membership um, on the regular. You, you always have that support. So that's called the Healers Collective. Um, I would love it if people would friend me on Facebook, Amy Bernier, and um, you'll see the Purple Healers Collective cover photo on my Facebook group. Send me a DM if you're interested. Um, I, I find it to be an honor and a privilege to help facilitate people's, people, women, feminine identifying beings to step into a power that they never knew they had it's like, you've had this superhero cape stuffed in right here this whole time. And I just help you to unfurl it and like, let it fly because, oh, I'm getting chills. We are what we've been waiting for. <laughs> yeah, I love that. So powerful. Yeah, we do have that power within us. And it's not a power either where it's like, oh, I gotta like, I'm ready to step in my, it's like, no, it's a power where you're able to like invite ease and flow and play and, and creativity and magic and, and softness and compassion. And, and I think that's another whole mind. It's a whole embodiment, but a mindset shift too, of what power stepping into your power is not this like push, like even, you know, cause I think a lot of the times in our culture too, it, it has this like high masculine, um, yeah, feel to be able to measure it. Yeah, and give a presentation about... on it. Prove yeah, when it's with numbers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, but when it's more about like softening to your core, you know. But 
Okay, Amy, you're amazing. I recommend for sure check out her, her quiz. I had fun just checking it out and it was highly creative. Uh, so I really, I really recommend anybody to check out her quiz. I'll be sure to leave it in the, the comments, but also in the, the information for the, the podcast too. Thank you so much, Amy, for coming on. It was an honor to, to have you on here. Thank you so much. I appreciate it so much. Thank you, Artemis. And thank you to everybody who's listening. Um, I can't wait to meet you. I can't wait to support you through this process. You're worthy of the support and you're worthy of stepping into your power. Now. Snap, drop the mic. Thank you. <laughs> okay, bye everybody.